Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And on another episode at the Podcast Summit Live, I have none other than... Travis Mars. How's it going, Travis? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks for being on the on the podcast. Thanks for traveling. You didn't go come too far, right? You nah, came. It was only you, an hour and a half. Also from, Pennsylvania. Yep. Okay, yeah, I got I'm it. I know there's a couple Pennsylvania, <laughs> and you know, there's a lot of local guys here that came. Yeah. Like, there's just Chris from Michigan that I know so far that <laughs> drove like eight hours or something to come here. So. That's awesome. But yeah, so not, not too far from you, but you've never been to Maltramate, or you've never been here before, right? The Mal- no. Maltramate headquarters? Nope, I haven't been here. Okay. Um, was it something that, that, that you were interested in? Actually, yeah, it was. I mean, just besides being for podcast, I the company that I have, I it's me and one other guy most of the time. So a lot of the products that they have here is something that will help with that, mm-hmm. being able to be more productive and more efficient yeah. with the products that they have. So it was it was nice to actually come down and be able to look at it and not just see it online or on Instagram and actually be able to see how it could help. Yeah, that's that's what it's all about, man. I mean this he, he Nick has been creating stuff to to help you more productive, reduce labor so you're not dependent on people. I mean his whole story, it's been on my podcast I believe early on I took snippets from the YouTube video that I did with him here years ago and, and put it on the podcast, I believe. And I think I recorded, I was here another time and he was on the podcast, some other people, but anyway, he's repeated this story several different times, but in a nutshell, you know, he, he was how his main, his, um, flagship product, I guess the first thing that he came out with mulch meat. Um, he, you know, he, he was just looking at his guys, you know, he had an over a million dollar landscape company here in Maryland. He was just watching his guys spread mulch. And he's just like, there's gotta be a better way. <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. All this pitchfork and wheelbarrow nonsense with like eight guys running around. There's gotta be a better way. You know, it takes two of those guys to call out and you're screwed that day, you know? So, yeah, yep. But um, so that that's how eventually Mulchmate, you know, was born just to save the time. Now, now you can literally just have one or two guys and and Mulchmate on the back of your dump truck, and you're just going to town because you're not shoveling anything. Just just pull a lever, you know, fills up the wheelbarrow in two seconds, and you, all you're doing is going back and forth with wheelbarrows. Obviously, you're still gonna have to spread yeah. stuff, but I mean, you're cutting out some of the most backbreaking, <laughs> tedious parts of the mulch, you know, and, and, and even, and then beyond that, he was like, all right, so we took part of, we saved part of the problem. Now there's no more shoveling, but now we still got to push the wheelbarrow. wheelbarrow. And then he came out with Cartmate, where you can affront a massive wheelbarrow on two caster wheels that attaches to the front of any mower. And now you can just drive the mulch everywhere. (laughs) So, I mean, he just keeps coming out with these things. It's like one problem fixes the next, or one, one solution, you know, creates another problem to for another solution, you know, yep. until he just keeps solving all these problems and coming out with all the mates. He's yeah, got yeah. snow mate <laughs> snow now mate. is the most <laughs> recent one. Nice plow put on the front of your mower. So of any mower. So anyway, he's great story. Great guy. I'm glad you got to come here to check out all this. And, you know, I'm sure uh, you'll probably still, I don't know if you got to check everything out, but you can, uh, if you're going to be here all day, you got plenty of opportunities. Yeah, so, yeah, um, but so let's just jump into your story. So where, how, what's the name of your business? What is your business? How long have you been doing it? Uh, so it's, my business is Mars Brothers Landscaping and Lawn Care. Um, I actually don't have a brother. It's for my <laughs> two kids <laughs> because I have a six-year-old and a nine-year-old. Um, that's cool though. So that's where the name came from. But, um, but yeah, and I've been doing it for two years now. I actually still have a full-time job that I work, and I do this on nights and weekends. And I have a guy that, my brother-in-law actually, that helps me 
pretty much full time. Um, so does he do stuff like when you're not able to do it, when you're working your other job or yeah. you guys always work together just to get the bigger stuff done faster and things like that? No, he works during the week by himself a lot. Okay. Just cutting, he'll cut like three or four yards a day, five okay. yards a day, whatever. And then on the weekends we just go and together bang out so, a yeah. lot, like eight, nine yards, as many as we can. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, besides that, he, he's been a really big help because I can't, I can't do everything by myself, especially yeah. like a lot of people that do this or start doing this, they work till three o'clock in the afternoon. Well, my job, I work till five every day, <laughs> right? seven to five every day. I don't, it's it not, doesn't, not a whole lot of <laughs> yeah, time left yep. after. Yeah. And it's that it's that way five days a week. So there's not a lot of time. So he's really been helping me like get it to grow. And we're hoping within like the next two years that I'll be able to quit my job and hopefully, okay. Start full time as what, what's Paul say, getting the, the boat close, close to the to dock. The dock. <laughs> exactly. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Starting to do that to kind of work my way out yeah. of the job that I'm in now. So. So, so then maybe that, so the next question that makes sense for that is why did you get into, you know, lawn, lawn care and landscaping then? Uh, so I actually got into it in the beginning of the whole pandemic thing like we got laid off for, you started when everyone was stopping <laughs> yeah <laughs> i actually got laid off from my job for a little over a month and a half and i had a x mark mower at my house that i used to cut my own grass and i had a trailer that my grandparents had that they never used anymore and i was like hey why not see what i could do and i went from mowing three people to blew up to 25 and then of course it was like all right well now you have all that now you get to go back to work and oh, i'm like of course <laughs> yeah and i'm like of course so trying to figure all that out and but you enjoy the the lawn care uh, landscaping I, I, aspect I, of it yeah i love doing it so it's kind of like a like a well, like a, like a gift right like, yeah it was almost you know, like a blessing yeah, in disguise there you I go that's you that's what say, i was yep. looking for thanks gosh my own podcast <laughs> can't even come my own one one liners there yeah <laughs> but yeah, yeah so blessing it, in disguise yep so it's and i actually started by helping a guy that was my son's baseball coach he had a little business and he works for a township by us so he has a really good job so he just does it on the side and he was like hey i know you're laid off do you want to come and help me and i was like sure and the more I started cutting grass and the more I started cutting grass, I'm like, I really like doing this. Like, this is, this is something I could see myself doing forever. Really. Yeah. And, it, and it just kind of went from there. And now, like I said, we're pretty much up. We stay between 25 and 35 clients right now, but mm -hmm. trying That's, to just, especially this year, try and start growing and yeah. see where we can go what, from there. What services do you offer? Um, we do lawn maintenance, trimming, and, um, getting in a little bit of hardscaping and stuff. We've done a couple like natural stone staircases and stuff like that. Okay. So, nice. Trying to get into that a little bit more. Cause that's, I run heavy equipment for mm -hmm. my job. So, okay. And so I, at least I like you know that. that. Yeah, yeah. And I like good. that part of my job. Like I like yeah. running heavy equipment and stuff. So you just need to kind of connect a couple yeah. of dots and yep. you're right there. Exactly. You're, you're halfway, so. maybe even more than halfway. I mean, I feel like that's one of the hardest things is learning the equipment. You know, so a lot of people are breaking their back, you know, that like they want to do the, the hardscaping side of it and they, they don't know anything about the equipment and all this stuff. So they, they just kind of, they start from ground zero with <laughs> yep. shovels and, you know, and they're just going for it. And, and it's, that's probably a long, hard, rough road yeah, right there. Definitely is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you're, you're probably more than halfway there with, with the knowledge of the equipment there. And I, I know someone right down the hallway 
hallway there that's pretty pretty good with a lot of stuff yeah. with hardscaping, you know, um, the almonds over there. So um, definitely make sure you uh, stay reach out to them or, you know, follow follow along with, with their yeah, story. Actually, that. I, that's one of the things I've been working on this winter is I went and purchased the the retaining wall and paver thing from the Hardscape Academy. So nice. trying to, like Learned I said, I, I know the compaction part of it and all that, just the other Stuff yeah, sometimes where, there's details that you didn't yeah, know or think exactly. about because it comes with experience, but it's like, why go through all those pitfalls and, you know, all that? <laughs> exactly. It's like, you know, let's shorten the learning curve so we can elevate the industry quicker yep. so we can all benefit, right? Because this is the thing that, that I don't understand why the large companies, you know, the, the, and this is why I appreciate like the Nick Carlson's and the Corey Ballard's, you know, and the, the Jonathan Potoshnik's, you know, the long care millionaire, those guys that do see the bigger picture and do want to give back to the quote unquote little guys, you know, but then, you know, the, the, there's so many of the big guys that don't, and they don't, they, they see it as like competition or what's the value? Why am I wasting my time? But it's like the more Caleb Allman, for example, helps you, you know, be a better hardscaper, charge better prices, be more profitable, the better it's going to be for almond landscape, Yeah, yeah. you know, as well as for you, it's, yeah. it's going to elevate both of you. It's going to ultimately elevate the entire industry. So it's not like it's trade secrets that like, oh, I want to be the only one on top, Like you can be even higher on the top <laughs> yeah. if you elevate everyone below, below you. you. Yeah. Like, man, I, that's, that's a good one right there. <laughs> but I, like it, so I, I, I just, I, I scratch my head sometimes or I bang my head sometimes at people that don't, that don't get that. And I'm glad there are a lot of people in the community that, that do get it and they're giving back. So I, I'm super pumped that you, that you uh, are doing that with, with the almonds so that you can learn those, those little tips and tricks that maybe you just don't know without experience so yeah. you can shorten the learning curve yep. and, and get bigger and better there. So what, what are some of your goals that you're, uh, you said you'd grow in the business. What, what, what does that look like? Um, eventually I want to just get to one maintenance crew, whether it's my brother-in-law that runs that, or if he wants to come and help me. Um, but I want to have a maintenance crew and then I want to get more into doing hardscaping where I can just go and do that. And then somebody takes care of the maintenance. And it, just like everybody says that the maintenance thing is it's, it's consistent. It's always there. It's not going to, it's not really going to go away when landscaping. Yeah. It can always be there, but it's not, you, you're not guaranteed to get paid every week. Like you are when you cut grass. Right. So it's right. Trying to get to the point where I have enough maintenance to take care of everything, but Right. Enough re reoccurring revenue. Yeah. 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 yeah that's, I mean, yeah. A lot of people don't really, or a lot of people, there's people that don't like mowing as much as they like, you know, putting down stones and pay, all that kind of stuff, but they, they keep the mowing because it, it keeps, you know, the, the cash flow, yeah. you know, reoccurring revenue. And they, maybe they have other guys do the mowing and they do the other yeah, stuff, but keeps most, of you know, the yeah. But I mean, I, I love the mowing and I don't really care for as much of the landscaping side. Uh, you know, I've done a bunch of things and all that, but I really just enjoy the maintenance side yeah. of it. I just yeah. love coming in, cleaning up properties or, or not necessarily cleaning up, like not some crazy property, but like coming into maybe a property that there's some weeds, grass isn't as nice and yeah. green and thick and it's obviously needs to be mowed and then I can just come in and start treating it and you see that progress over the course of the season depending on when you start you know yeah. I always tell people you got to wait a full year before you can start criticizing about anything yeah. like it's not going to be I mean I can kill weeds immediately but <laughs> yeah. then you're going to have a bunch of dead weeds yeah. like you know yep. it's a whole it's, it's, there's a lot of steps here yep. that's why it's a six seven eight step program depending on what you got because it takes a whole year to transform your yard a little you know and, and then you got to keep up with it um, but anyway I, I enjoy that aspect and then you know laying the stripes 
dressed down and make, and, and keeping it looking nice. Yeah. So that that that's my thing, and I know a lot of people also enjoy that. But then there's people that don't. So there's there's all there's something for everyone, and you know you just kind of figure out what what you want. And there's reasons for all of it. Like I said, if you don't like the mowing, at least you have it so that you can have that recurring revenue and, and been still focus on the stuff that you do like, or or vice versa. You know maybe. Mowing doesn't have the, the profit margins, you know, like everything else. So I always tell people it's really hard, or I've been telling people it's really hard to to, to just mow. Yeah. Like you should try and have something else. Like yeah. like I'm mowing and fertilization and weed control. So yeah. that's my profit margin right there. Like treat you know, turf treatments or landscape or hardscaping, landscape installs, plant material, that kind of stuff. All the stuff that you can mark up, things that has a higher profit margin, that those are the things that you need to have something of that in addition, in my opinion to mowing because if you just mow blow and go and you need a lot of mow blow and goes to to make that make those payments every month and you, you know have some really good route density That's yeah seriously <laughs> gosh goodness gracious yeah for it's it's yeah so anyway trying to diversify and have some things yeah. you know and I, like i don't mind mowing i actually i really love mowing just like you said that's it's not it's not going to get you to where you really want to be unless you have something else with right which is for sure where the hardscaping comes in and yeah and and also something to fall back on as you know right now it's the best time for the green industry like any outdoor anything whether pools you know anything outside has been off the chain because of a pandemic that keeps you at home also people are like (laughs) i want my home to look better you know so it's like we've been exploding with growth you know the whole industry whether you're selling products or providing services or both it's been crazy it's hard to keep up the demand is super high and there's very little supply in people to help get the get the job done and very little actual supply you know things are getting more and more limited prices are going up you know fertilize nitrogen you know fertilizers going up now because of urea and seed went up last year so i mean everything is just crazy but there's going to be a point where it might slow down you know the economy or something or whatever well you know everything's cyclical so it's not going to always be exploding like yeah. this so my, my point is when that time when that when it the downturn or whatever, things start to go down a little bit and, and, and it's not as exciting. And, and I, yeah, I'm not trying to scare anybody, but we get, we have to think big picture as business owners, you know, what, if you just, if you, ju- if you just have one thing, you know, or, or say, say, you know, you have mowing and hardscape or say you just do hardscaping, not to pick on hardscapers or Caleb or anybody. I know he's got a lot of other things that he can do, but if people can't afford to get a patio and all this stuff, I mean, you know, that's when they're looking at budgets, there's first things that are going to start going, you yep. know, but guess what? The grass is always going to grow and the leaves are always going to fall. Yep. They, they might not care about fertilizing anymore and they're just going to let it be what it's going to be. And it's going to turn into a bunch of weeds, but it, it's going to need to be mowed even more, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, but I mean that, that you got to cut the grass. So, you know, you, you might reduce the amount of people because some, some people are going to buy their own mower and they're going to have to grind it out themselves if they can't afford to pay someone else. But ultimately, you know, you're going to have some grass to cut, you know, there's going to be, you know, cleanups and leaves and debris and brand, you know, trees are going to fall on storms. And so there's going to be some kind of work like that. That's going to happen. Um, that's kind of more like a job security thing. Like all the stuff that's happened to me in all these years or that's happened in the world all these years, like we, we, we just keep working, yeah. you know what I mean? Through pandemics and economic, you know, downturns and all this, all these things, it's like, you know, landscaping, lawn care, it's still kind of, it, you know, it, it, it takes a hit, but it's still there. It doesn't just disappear, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's definitely one of the things that kind of drew me towards it. Cause like I'm sitting at home 
being laid off from my job and I see all these landscapers out working and I'm like, well, hold on. That, why can't I be doing that? And yeah. I was like, exactly. I was like, there's no point in me sitting home when I can go make money doing that. So I'm just going to head out and see what I could do. hundred percent. Houses keep going up. Neighborhoods keep getting built, yep. you know, treat more trees get planted. I mean, it, you know, nature is going to keep on going. It doesn't care about pandemics <laughs> no. or who's, or who's the president or any of that stuff. It could care, they could care less. Nature's yep. just going to keep growing, you know? Yep. So exactly. that's, that's, yeah, that's that's how it goes so the um, grass doesn't care what's going on <laughs> it, it, unless it doesn't rain then yeah then <laughs> right right the grass cares about the weather but they're all connected yep. so that's their problem they can deal with it yep. yeah try and figure it out we just try and get in where we fit in here what's going on guys i just wanted to take a minute to tell you about kohler's lawn and landscape society conference the event is now scheduled for august 28th through the 31st in hattiesburg mississippi there's going to be education, speakers, networking opportunities, swag, equipment demos, live panel. Spencer's Lawn Care is going to have a live panel discussion with Kevin Hansen, the lawn care juggernaut, Brian Shane with Top Notch Lawn Care, Mike Andes with Augusta Lawn Care, Randy Haskell with Countryside Lawn Care, Caleb and Brittany Allman with Almond Landscape and the Kid Contractor Podcast, Brad Bear with Copper Creek Cuts, Paul Jameson with the Green Street Podcast, and myself. For more information and to register, as well as to view videos from 2020's LLS event, visit LawnLandscapeSociety.com or click the link tree in this episode's notes to get you there fast. Hope to see you there. Toro's brand new battery-powered Revolution Series products are changing the lawn care industry. With all-day runtime from the innovative Hypercell battery system, you can expect to power through your entire day, every day. Head to revolution.toro.com to see how Toro is transforming the game with the latest equipment innovations. Or click the link tree in the episode description to get you there fast. What What does your equipment setup look like? Uh, so, I actually, this year, I... Like I said, I went from not having anything to where I was literally pulling a that enclosed they're not enclosed it's got sides on a trailer with a jeep liberty, and then I got so much yards that I had to go and get another x mark mower, so I went and bought a sixty inch laser z and I have a forty inch radius or forty eight inch radius that is what I started with, and then I went and bought a uh, sure track trailer and I went and bought a new F1 not a new F-150 but new to me mm-hmm. um, an F-150 and then I have Echo like string trimmers and blowers and all that but yeah, yeah so I have two mowers and blowers and all that stuff and nice for for those out there that um, are there's a lot of people that are out there even right here at this event you know there's there's people that are mowing i guess you'd say you'd say part-time or whatever you know it's like the the side hustle or whatever you know they have another full-time job and they're and they're trying to grow or manage their lawn and landscape business and and they, they either are waiting you know for for like like to retire in some cases from their current job um or so that they can go 100% full-time in lawn landscape or they're just trying to get their 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 boat close to the dock and all that. So for for those of those out there listening that are in that situation, what and cuz you mentioned, you know, trying to get everything close to the dock. So what what are some things like some uh, I guess milestones for you or whatever to to make it feel like your the boat is getting close to the dock so that you can make that transition? Like what are you waiting for? What are some things? Um one of the main things is just like um 
like just paying off small debt that we have just so that when that time comes, that's payments and things that you don't have to worry about if it does get slow or things like that. Um, and then just trying to build up a, like my client list to the point where I know that I'm able to make enough money in that year to support the person that's working with me and to support my family. Now, mm -hmm. my wife has another job. She's a teacher and she actually has her own business that's, um, she has a tutoring business. Um, mm -hmm. but like one of the main things that holds me back is insurance because she's on my insurance and yeah. all that. So that's like, job. yeah. So that's one of the main things that hold me back. So that, trying to that figure that out. One. Yeah. Once we figure that out, that'll be a lot easier, but yeah, those are pretty much the main things like just paying down some of the debt. Um, and like, you don't have to pay off a house and all that, but just right. normal yeah. debt and like the tr I can have a truck debt and stuff like that mm -hmm. because that's part of the business. But right. like my personal, personal debt, debt yeah. yeah, trying to get that to where that's all taken care of and then mm -hmm. figuring out insurance. And then hopefully, like I said, within like two years, hopefully I can make the jump to just do this full time. Cause yeah, that's what I really love doing. <laughs> sounds sounds like smart stuff there for sure. Um, yeah, keep 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 following that path. That pattern sounds sounds like you're on, on the right road there. I'm excited to uh, to follow along and and uh, hopefully see you at some other events. You know, yeah. in the future. And and um, what 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 have you been to? Have you been to the? Is this like the only thing? This have you been to LAL thing? or GIE nope. or anything? I haven't been to either one. This is the first thing I came to, and I'm actually really glad that I came. I was. I literally like started following everybody and all that right before GIE. It was like a week before that. Like, like the one in October? <laughs> yeah, that the, just went the one in October. Oh, wow. Like, like last year. And like, that's when I really found this community and started following everybody. And by that time, like it was already too late. Like I couldn't take off my yeah. job to go and stuff yeah. like that. So, and then just with LAL and all that, it was the same thing. Like it kind of just right after the next month. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have so to plan was, way ahead for that. Kind yeah. Of stuff. So it yeah. was like, I'm definitely planning on, I want to try it's local, I guess like yeah. this. You're like, I oh, yeah. can just drive. Yeah, this. exactly. It's free. I just come, yep. you know, I knew gas. about this and I was like, Oh, I have to take one day off of work. I left work a little bit early yesterday and drove down, but yeah, next year I definitely plan on going to GIE and LAL. It's two things that like, especially LAL. Cause from what I've seen of everybody that was there this year, like you, you learn so much and there's so many people there that yeah. teach you from the little guy to somebody like Corey Ballard that right. has a million dollar company. So right. it's, it, it, there's a lot to learn and 10, 10 million. Anyway, don't want to shortchange them. <laughs> no, I mean, you worked hard for that. Yeah, you definitely did. <laughs> so yeah, it's just, just trying to learn more really, I guess you would say, because like, in all reality, I had no idea where to start. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> it can be overwhelming for sure. And even now that there's so many people on social media, there's so much stuff. And that's why those of us that keep trying to, you know, the, there's, there's a select amount of us, the Brian Fullertons, the Keith Calfist, you know, Paul James and myself, the almonds, like there's a lot of us that are, that are really in, I'm sorry if I forgot someone, but you know, <laughs> there, there's a lot of people, I'm just saying like, there's, there's a good amount of us that are that are specifically focused on this kind of stuff, like yeah. creating specific content uh, in some cases for the almonds and the Fullertons providing training courses mm -hmm. and academies and things and uh, going to every, uh, as many live events as they can creating some live events, you know, 
Brian's conference, you know, there's all these different other events um, that we're all invited to usually in a part of events, uh, LCR media that I've created, things like that. So we're, we're just trying, we're all trying to help streamline that for, for everybody, you know, for, for folks such as yourself that like, you know, as soon as you stumble upon it, it can be like, you know, taking, you know, trying to drink from a fire hose, you know, I've heard that expression so <laughs> yeah. much for so many different things. It's just, you're just like, boom, you know, you're just drowning in information and analysis paralysis and all this stuff. So uh, I totally get that. And, and, and it, it's a lot of good information, but it can be overwhelming for sure. Yeah. So that's why it's like, you really got to pick and choose and start trying to find like what's, what works best for you. And, and, and we try to, to hone that, help hone that in with different selective events and opportunities and things like that. And specific types of content, like there's not that many people podcasting right now, you know, in, in our industry, like regularly anyway, you know, and things like that. Like, you know, obviously Brian's crushing the YouTube game. Like, so there, you know, there's certain, certain people doing certain things to help kind of be like, Hey, you know, we're yeah, here, I'm here, you yep. know, here, just come, come over here. Yep. We'll, we'll help guide you in the right direction before you get lost in the, in the mix of everything. So. And that's really how it was with me. Like when I found all of you guys, when I found you, when I found Brian, like, it was just like, wow, there's it's amazing that there's actually people out there that are willing to help. Cause like there's people that I know that have landscaping companies by me and you'll go and talk to them and I'll be like, they'll kind of like yeah. shrug you off. Like, yeah. like, Oh, I don't want to talk to you. You're like pretty much like enemy number one. And it's like, no, but I'm really not. Do you realize there's, there's so many people that need our service. Right. I'm not going to take your business. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. And not only that, back to what I said before, like if they help you, you're going to end up helping them because exactly. there's bound to be something that you can't or don't want to do ever or yet. And you can refer it to them um, by them making you better or, or just showing you something that's going to make them better because you're not going to screw something up. You're going to charge something correctly. And now they don't have to worry about the low baller yeah. or, or someone screwing something up and making a bad name for, you know, hardscapers in your area or whatever. You know what I mean? Like people just need to see that bigger picture, but there's just so much uh, shade being thrown. Yeah. It's been like that forever. <laughs> really? And, and, but, but you can tell the people that don't do that are us, the people yeah. that you, the people that f stumble upon or seek out a community within our industry, which is online. And we all communicate through social media. It's obviously a lot easier to give all your trade secrets to someone in another state because yeah. <laughs> there's no comp quote unquote yeah, competition, yeah. but you know, so there's a hundred percent, you know, risk-free there. So that's why that's such a big thing. But, but even within the, the locals, all the people in Virginia that I know, like, you know, I, I, I sometimes I'm kind of hesitant to share some stuff because I just feel like that's eh, personal, you yeah. know, but at the same time, I have to remind myself like, well, that's going to help them. And, you know, I have to, the same thing I just said over and over again, I have to follow my own words. Like that's going to help them. It's going to make them better. And it's going to make me better. And cause the last thing I, the, the worst thing that happened that depicts this or illustrates this is a couple years back before COVID and all this other crap and things were just kind of like normal. It wasn't like our, you know, it wasn't super busy, but it wasn't slow. Just, it was just, you know, regular, you know, yeah. you get your calls depending on how much marketing you did. Like, it's all kind of like all like right now, like right now you don't have to do anything. Yeah. People are just like, oh my gosh, can you please mow my lawn? Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my, you know, oh, I'll pay a hundred bucks. Yeah. You know, like people like freaking out or like desperate for someone to do this work for them. But back when things were normal and you had to actually like try and get work and you yeah. got a certain amount, whatever, and you got what got back, what you put in, um, somebody went, went to work full time for a big company that I, that I knew they had their own solo lawn care company and they just like told all their people that were close to my area service area to just contact me, which they never talked to me about that or anything. So I, I was 
that's nice of them. You know, I was, I was, I was thankful. Um, but <laughs> all of these people were shocked when I gave them all my quotes because yeah. apparently they were like significantly higher than this poor guy. So th- this whole time, this guy has been lowballing the mess out of all of his mowing prices and his, and his whatever he did for them and, and had no idea probably, you know, yeah. I'm sure he didn't do it intentionally, but, but what, what he ultimately did was he killed the market for those people. So now those people are only going to look for people that are char- that they're charging 40 bucks for their lawn instead of 60 or, like or 55. Be, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so there, there's no way now that any of us can make the right amount of money off of those, those lawns to afford to have a business, yeah. you know? And so that's, that, that's, that's the bad part of that situation that, that depicts like why, you know, like, had we had a dis- him and I had a discussion and, and he was, open. and some people might be, you know, on the flip side, he might've been, you know, like he, he says hi and he wants to talk, but he might still be shy about sharing that kind of information yeah, yeah. and talking about his prices or whatever. But had we had that conversation, I could have been like, bro, yeah. <laughs> you need to change that, man. You know, like that's not, you know, that's bad for you and me. Yeah. Well, that's you know? like, I just did a leaf, uh, not that long ago. I did a leaf job for an older gentleman and he actually, in the in the long run, he actually ended up chasing my brother-in-law off his property with a baseball bat. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so he called- Over some leaves? Yeah, over some leaves. Oh, man. No. Le- blue leaves on my property. I'm going to chase you with a baseball bat. So, <sighs> like, we did the whole job and everything, and, and I had told the guy the price, and at the end of it, like, he forgot the price and came back up to my guy outside, and he called me- Air, and, air quotes. Yeah, there. We didn't yeah. <laughs> and um, so- I called him back and gave him the price again. Well, he flipped out and he was like, well, I had a guy that could do it for 300. And I was like, well, number one, where is that guy? Because I would like to use him (laughs) because I have work for him if he's only going to charge that much. And number two, like, I'm sorry, it's not 30 years ago. Like you're not going to pay $300 for four acres of leaf cleaning. There's no way. I don't like, I don't care who you're calling. If they're doing it, they're not making any money. And I'm sorry, I'm not here to do that. Right. And it just, it ended up, I ended up getting my money out of it. Not what he owed me. It was the 300 that he thought it was going to be costing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm just, he's, yeah, we're calling the cops and all. And I was like, oh, jeez. I was like, just Call give me the, the money cops. and we can be done. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not I dealing with your it. leaves. You just need to pay me. How about that? Yeah, like, exactly. What the heck? Ugh. That's what I told him. I was like, well, I mean, in all honesty, go ahead and call the cops because what are they going to do? They're going to make I, you pay me. <laughs> yeah. I, I did a service for you and now you're not paying. So if you really want to go ahead and yeah, call the cops because right. it's not going to help you any, Man. but it's just like, that's the problem is people go and do it for way cheaper. And then people that come in and are actually trying to make money off of it and be a profitable business can't because you have somebody that comes in and, Oh, it's $300 when in all reality, it should have been $700. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I hear you. We're preaching to the choir here, but hopefully that there could be a, a, you know, potential that there's someone listening that, that just, they're like, you know what? Yeah. Like maybe they just didn't get it, but now they do. Hopefully. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's why we keep, keep talking and preaching. Cause we, we hope that we can help somebody out there. Um, but let's pivot transition here to the pod decks as we wrap oh, up this episode. <laughs> The infamous pod decks. These are getting old. Grab about one out the, of here. Yeah, gonna have to get the second edition deck soon. What, what you got? Is that hopefully it's not complicated. What will people look back at years from now at f- and be shocked? 
Yeah. And appalled by, oh gosh, (laughs) that's not even a personal thing. No, that's not. And that opinion. Yeah. That's hard with what's going on right now. You want to try another one? Um, I can answer this one. In 50 years, uh, (laughs) that is kind of hard because if it was 50 years backwards, people looking at us now, what's going on with this pandemic and everything, people would be like, these people are nuts. Yeah. (laughs) But in 50 years, I think people will look back and, and, um, yeah, that is a really hard one. Um, I mean, I would say I would hope that they would look back and, and think it was ridiculous what's going on right now, I Mm -hmm. guess you would say. And, Mm -hmm. and hopefully take what we've learned now and, and make it better for, for my kids, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And yeah. So that they hopefully don't have to go through all this, I would yeah. say. <laughs> that's yeah, that's that's relevant, that's for sure. So yeah. Maybe maybe because I didn't <laughs> shuffle the cards properly. We'll, we'll 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 get you a bonus one. Maybe we'll get something an, another lighthearted one. <laughs> all right. Here, let me uh hold on, I gotta fan these out better. <laughs> Everyone always goes in the middle. Well, what is your greatest regret? Oh, that's a traditional one. Yeah. I think I've heard somebody pick this one before. <laughs> um, it's going to go back to what a lot of you guys say. Like, I honestly, I I wish I would have started earlier. Like, I'm I'm 31 years old now, and now I'm just starting. And it's it's kind of like Brian Fullerton says it a lot. Like, what where would I be at now if I would have started this 10 years ago? Like, yeah, where where would I be at now? Because it's just getting what bit, you know now, yeah, all that. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And like, yeah. maybe I wouldn't have had the chance to do what I do in my, my normal day job now, but I could probably be a lot further in my business than what I am now and mm-hmm. be a lot better off than what I am now. So it's, but yeah, that's probably my biggest regret is that I didn't start earlier when I was younger. So Fair enough. I like to play devil's advocate with that question because, um, as hard as it is, I I don't want to regret anything, no matter how tragic it is and how much it makes people want to cry, you know, like some of them that care about pass away. Like it, it's like epic stuff happens in life. Right. But like that makes you who you are yep. today. So if you, you know, how many I'm, you know, back to the future. I love that stuff. Like future movies drive me crazy and I enjoy them all at the same time, you know, just like thinking about that like yeah. just you know like there's so many movies and shows it's like oh if you changed it what if you went back and thought what if you weren't born you know everything affects everything yeah. you know so like if if you maybe you maybe you wouldn't have maybe you wouldn't have been as successful if you started earlier for whatever yeah. reason yeah. so it's just kind of like i try to think of both sides and and i it helps keep me like appreciative in the moment and not dwell on like, you know, what shoulda, coulda, woulda just focus on like, obviously if a mistake was made, like, okay, how do I not make that mistake in the future so that yeah. I can move forward? Yeah. You know, I, we learn from mistakes, you know, like, unfortunately we have to painfully go through some mistakes to, to, to move forward. But so I just try to stay, stay optimistic with the whole, you know, regret thing. And like, yes, clearly there's, if you went back and, t- you know, if you could tell your 10, you know, your go back to your 20 year old yeah. self, you know, what would you tell, you know what I mean? Like those are like fun questions, I guess, to really help people think, just generate ideas of like what you uh, appreciate now and, and what you would have had to maybe have done to get to that point or what you would tell, you know, tell 
tell yourself and all that, but it's just, uh, it's all about reflection and perspective. But I honestly argue that everything you do or that you did made you who you are, good, bad, and indifferent. It, it That's why you made it to this point. So yeah, that's, something different might have changed this whole outcome. Yeah, that's definitely a know? good way to look at it and a good a good perspective to look at it from is, I mean, everything happens for a reason. I mean, it's not, it, like you said, it, it, it could, I could have started this company back then and it could be in the ground right now. You know what I mean? Like it's, so it's, it's definitely about how you look at things. Yeah. Yeah. Because just, just imagine that if, um, I mean, there's a lot of things, but I, I would say like the final thing is if I didn't say yes, when my wife said, do you want me to, somebody was looking for someone to mow their lawn I know that you wanted to start a business. Do you want me to respond with your information? If I didn't say yes, then I wouldn't be here right now talking to you. You know, I would have never made any content for you or anyone else to (laughs) potentially learn from or enjoy or whatever. None of these events that I'm a part of or or created from scratch, like be not existent. I don't know where my life would be. It'd probably be in a bad place (laughs) because retail was not, not going well for me towards the final years there, you know, with my boss asking me, you know, or telling me I had to choose between my family or, or, or the job or that job and all this nonsense. Like it was, it was going downhill real fast. So (laughs) if I had never said yes, everything would have been completely different. So, um, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things, but you know, a lot of the things that happened leading up to that made me say yes. Yeah. Yep, I could have exactly. said no if things were a little more f- warm and fuzzy before yeah. that. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'll stick with retail a little bit longer, you know, like, but it just got to that breaking point where I did say yes. So just a lot of, you know, I don't want to go all cerebral, cerebral assassin Keith Kalfas on <laughs> us here, but, you know, I get so deep, but I, I you know, those kind of questions make me think about all of that stuff. Yeah. And put well, it in and the way things are going right now, I wouldn't yeah. be in retail anyway. So. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, <laughs> seriously. All right. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for coming out uh, again. I know it wasn't like, you know, that far of a drive, but I still don't take that for granted. I appreciate you coming out here. I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying yourself. Hopefully you will continue to enjoy the rest of the time here. If you want to get any other, any other podcast, definitely um, jump on that. And for those of you listeners, again, there's lots of podcasts going out. Make sure you go on kid contractor podcast, green industry podcast, and the fence industry podcast, Dan Wheeler. He's really trying to do a lot of exciting things things in his industry, learning from us, because we're a little bit ahead of of him in his industry with the content and the types of content and uh, how much of the content and the different events and just growing the industry, lifting the industry up from the inside out from through, you know, online, uh, through social media, you know, uh, the online community. So he's trying to emulate that a little bit and, or a lot, but I mean, he's just one person. So he's trying (laughs) to find those other people that are similar and start connecting. So they're, his industry is like in the infancy of where we were probably seven, eight years ago. And, you know, a handful of us like dispenser lawn care and, you know, um, a lot of folks that aren't even doing it anymore were starting this. So that's why I invited him and, and anyone that I could find on that had a podcast just to like all over the place, ponds, construction, you know, asphalt, fence, all the people yeah. that I've gotten to know over the years that, that popped up that I know they have a podcast. I try to invite them all here so that we can create content so we can share. And I'm sure there's value that the people, whether it's you, anyone that, that Dan has on his uh, podcast, it's still a lot of 
relatable stuff. Business is business. Entrepreneurism yeah. is entrepreneurism. You know, whether you and a lot of landscapers put in fences. Yeah. So there's yeah. still some relevancy uh, there. So um, just a great time just trying to collaborate. So you guys definitely go check out all those podcasts because there's lots of content coming out from the podcast summit. And I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate Kohler and uh, Dawson Manufacturing, the home of Mulchmate for um, sponsoring this the, the podcast summit and supporting it. And as always, the Toro Company for sponsoring the LCR Media Podcast. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Until then, this is the Lawn Care Rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.